0: Welcome to The Relationships Architect, this is episode 16 and I am your host Khaled Ghorab. My goal in this show is to help you become magnetic, attractive and desirable men and women so that you get to create a passionate love life. Imagine your relationship like a cup of coffee, what you put in it defines its taste. I'm going to help you architect that experience, that taste of your coffee. And when you master that skill, then you stop waiting for love and start to give it from the inside out you become what I call an influencer of love. All right, influencers, this episode is a very special one because I'm welcoming Naveena Saleh and Nada Harb, the co-founders of Elati, a women's empowerment organization. But this episode is actually dedicated to men because we have collaborated together to create a very special workshop for men only on the 24th and 25th of March, 2017 in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. It's about allowing and supporting men to individually and collectively lead better in their lives. The workshop is called Man 2.0, Awakening the King. We believe in the words of Naveen, that when you heal the king, you heal the kingdom. And our kingdom in this world needs healing, but we need better kings, we need you. And we know that you're struggling with your life challenges quietly and silently, and it's tough and it's not hard. It's actually very, very difficult. But the best part about this workshop, it's going to support you by providing you with the tools that can actually bring more of your purpose and meaning and drive into your love life, into your business, into your career. I know a lot of men today want more clarity in their direction in life. We are driven by achievement. This workshop is for you. But you might think, why would a women's empowerment organization want to cater to men It's because they believe that when we have better men, we have better women. Enough about this right now. I want you to enjoy this interview, but stick around until the end because I'm going to provide you with a link so that you know when and how to attend the workshop with us. Enjoy.
1: So, basically, Elati is an inspiration from my own personal journey of uh, not feeling feminine. And uh, what led me to do that is my aspirations, my motivation to succeed in life, which basically uh, made me take on masculine traits, and I completely ignored and rejected my feminine energy. And I feel as a woman, um, over time, this actually stresses a woman, actually it causes some sort of identity crisis, and it actually puts um, a negative impact in your love life, where you end up attracting very, very weak men, or you end up attracting men who are representing what you are kind of suppressing. So Elati for me is basically to give an opportunity for women who are in the working field or mothers who have completely kind of ignored their femininity and they're in sacrifice mode. Actually any woman to really get in touch with her feminine energy, her feminine power and build her aspirations among that basis.
0: That's great. I remember now that you said you gave me the definition of Ilati. Was it a goddess or something, or something in, in history? What is Ilati exactly?
2: Yes, uh, exactly. So the name Ilati, you know, that's why we meditated. The name Ilati comes from the Sumerian language, and in Sumerian, Ilati means goddess. Now. Um, from my perspective, uh, you know, I've studied so many healing modalities. I think I've studied them all. And uh, throughout my nine year journey in the healing world, I came to an understanding just recently that actually all the healing comes from inside our bodies. And the body is very important. And in a woman's body, her uterus and her womb is very powerful. And women hold a lot of guilt and shame, and they have a lot of, like Levine said, sacrifice energy in their womb. And this is what holds women back from really becoming the most powerful versions of themselves. So I'm really excited about Ilati bringing it to Dubai, eventually worldwide. Is because women deserve to really tap into their innate power. Because when they do that, everybody gets united. The feminine and the masculine get united together. And then eventually, it will have like a global. Um, it will like have a ripple effect globally. And um, everyone will be having, uh, you know, happiness, world peace, prosperity,
0: mm. all of that. So what do you ladies believe could be possible when the masculine and the feminine come together?
1: I believe when the, when the healthy feminine and the healthy masculine come together, what I call is this a sacred union. And actually, this is what each one of us on a very deep, deep DNA level we are searching for. Hmm. And um, I think nothing materialistic can actually fulfill that. And this is why we're here, is to uh, search for that union, which eventually can give you a small glimpse of what it is to be united to God. I completely agree.
2: I completely agree with that. I'd like to also add to that, that when the divine feminine and the divine masculine come together, what happens is the ego dissolves. We're living in a very egotistical world, very left-brain world, and everything's driven by what's happening outside us. So when the woman taps into her divine essence, and then eventually the man taps into his divine masculinity, then there's a union of the twin flame, which brings us closer to the cosmos, to the energy of unconditional love and God.
0: So this is great language, but I'm I'm really curious how it's perceived by the audience. What would you define as the cosmos exactly?
2: the universal energy that creates us all.
0: Okay, so yeah. can, like in in the ether, we're all connected in some shape or form, right? Exactly. And once the masculine and the, and the feminine come together, the healthy ones, we get to feel even more connected as human beings between mm-hmm. one another with ourselves.
2: Exactly, because what happens is um, instead of having an ego-based relationship on, on who's more powerful or who's adding value to the marriage or to the relationship, or et cetera, it's more about uh, connecting through the heart. So two people will connect through the heart with having lots of love and compassion and forgiveness and tolerance and uh, excitement towards one another. And God is in our heart, right? So you'll open your heart more, you'll feel safe, you'll feel in a place where you can connect to the divine within you, which is also a representation of God.
0: I recently purchased the book, I haven't read it yet, but uh, I'm so excited to read it, I think in the next two weeks. Uh, It's called uh, Feminine and Powerful and it's a very interesting book but when I read the understanding of the book it's really about how the woman can claim her strength from her femininity. So where do you see that starting in any woman today?
1: You know, as a as a chiropractor and as a holistic doctor, when I have had the opportunity to heal families, and families have come to me, and what I have found so powerful is that when we just focus on healing the the mother, mm. um, and empowering her, the whole family gets healed from the children to the husband uh, to her parents. It, we are such powerful beings. And, um, and I really believe as women, we have to take that responsibility upon ourselves to reclaim our power and to stop giving our power away um, because we can do so much with it in a very, very healthy way. I completely, completely agree with Naveen. Uh, when a woman
2: really rec- claims her power back, she not only heals herself, she heals her family, her children, and her ancestors before her. There's a doctor called Dr. Cleve Baxter, and he talks about cellular communication. And he talks about how every single cell talks to one another. And that's how a mother, for example, can always know what's going on with her child, even though her child is miles apart, because of the cellular communication. And a woman is born with all her ovaries. So when a woman has children, her ovaries were actually with her when she was in her mother's stomach. So, actually, genetically, the cellular communication goes back so up to like seven, eight generations. And we come from a generation of world war. So, when a woman frees that from her womb, she's healing all the children that come after her as well. Into the energy of empowerment. So, moving from fear to love, from victimization to empowerment, from lack to abundance.
0: That's very interesting. I think it finally gave an understanding, personally for me, around timeline therapy. Have you heard of it? Absolutely. So when I took on timeline therapy, one of the questions that's asked is, uh, where did you experience this? Was it, uh, and that's how much I don't even study because I didn't believe in it. I didn't understand it. Uh, Was it in the womb? Was it outside the womb? Was it in your past generation? Something like that. I was like, this doesn't make sense. But the fact that this comes because the mother carries with her ovaries and then it gets passed on. Yeah, yeah. It says everything about how that kind of energy is passed on to men and women.
1: Absolutely. So,
2: exactly. So actually, if we just want to go into detail about it, it's very interesting because your cell your cells have information about when your mother was in her mother's womb and her mother was in her mother's womb. So it goes back to grandma, great, great, great grandma. You have it all in your DNA, And seven that's generations.
1: I, and that's what I would like to add. This is why everyone, whether it's a woman, yeah. she ends up like her mother. In relationships and then a man ends up like his father. So, the only way to break that pattern is to look at that cellular memory, at genetic, soul, history, and ancestral and shift it.
0: Okay, so if I understand now that the brand of Elati is really about claiming your femininity from deep within.
2: Oh, yes, of course, and from generations. I should back. definitely
0: do your marketing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. So, what is the vision? And this
2: is why we're this is why we're um, we're hosting you with the divine masculine aspect because we believe in what you do too. Oh,
0: thank you. Yeah, it's
2: all integrated.
0: So, what? Actually, you know what? I never asked. Might as well ask now. What made you guys choose me to have the workshop under Ilati?
1: Hmm. Well, I um, we've had several personal conversations, and that has basically inspired me to uh to basically host you because I think you have a lot of knowledge and you have a great understanding of masculine energy but you really understand the feminine and you really honor the feminine yeah. which has which which really touched my heart because usually I feel mm-hmm. men don't really understand the feminine and don't choose to really get to know the feminine um, and I really believe in what you do as a relationship. I think relationships are everything in life. Without relationships, we lack connection. Without connection, we feel lost in this world. So relationships is the elixir of life. Wow. Yes.
0: Oh, that's a powerful word.
1: I remember I was, uh, I was driving and I was in
2: a hurry and I was doing so many things at the same time in the car. And then Naveen is calling, put it on Bluetooth, and she's like, Nada. Neda. We need to rethink what we're doing. And I said, what's going on? She said, we're focusing so much on the feminine, waking up the feminine energy, but we already have a gap in relationships. It's already existent. Men are unable to communicate with women well, because women are all about the emotions and men are very in the corporate world, so they're all in their left brain. And if we really empower women, there's gonna be a bigger gap. We cannot do that because relationships are what people thrive for. People thrive to live in love. So we need to work with men too. And I know the perfect guy. I met this guy, I've been talking to him for a while. Khalid Ghurab, I want you to meet him because he understands the woman, he understands the man, and we need to integrate men as well. And I was like, Nivin, you're a genius. This is what we're doing. And we met you. I wow. met you. This is what happened. Yeah. yeah.
0: And just just for the listeners, I didn't I didn't know the story until now. This yeah. is the first time. Oh wow, okay, I'm humbled. I'm I'm holding back my blushing. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm posting you guys on the show. Yeah. But um, obviously we have these two workshops coming up, right? But before we talk about the workshops and men and everything, what is the vision that you see for Elati and the women and men that will be part of it? What do you want to create in this world with this like, organization?
2: How I feel is that I feel that Elati is more than just a brand. It's a persona. Elati is all about strength, it's about connecting from within, it's about really activating the power, having a union. So a person that's connected to Elati won't only think of or making or make individual decisions, it will be all about the whole. We believe in sisterhood, we believe in brotherhood, we believe that, you know, what's good for everyone is good for the person in terms of strength, in terms of prosperity, in terms of giving back, all of that. So for me, Elati is, uh, yes, it has a logo, it has the colors and all of that, but it's more of a personality. And uh, what I would like to do or what I I would like to see is people align themselves to the best version of themselves, become an Ilati, and have the world excel that way.
0: Wow. That's like stepping into an embody. Elati, whether you're a man or a woman.
1: Yes. Yes. It's being for for us. It's about being the best version of yourself, and bringing your true, authentic expression forward, and bringing your divine purposes forward, and finding true love and and really all the beautiful things that we all crave for. And I think it's very possible for all of us if we were just guided, and uh, we have a support system to do so. That's brilliant. And and we've. Uh, we've uh, what we're doing is
2: we're working with the best of the best because we want to bring the best knowledge the best experience for people to have um, so they can have this shift they can have this inner awakening they can have this inner uh, yeah change
0: beautiful that's amazing so let's talk about one of the workshops which do you want to start with
2: well I like them both so much can we talk about them at the same time
0: (laughs) I'm a guy (laughs) I can talk about one but we can kind of Let's start
2: man. with the man one. Yeah, what do you think, Naveen? Yeah, perfect.
0: Okay, so what inspired you to create a workshop or want to have a workshop around men? You talked a little bit about corporate and being left brain. Mm-hmm. Why?
1: Um, well, I, I meditated on something and I've actually built my brand on that is that when we heal the king, we heal the kingdom. And that is if we can access... Uh, these powerful men or men in high positions who have access to a lot of people and shift them and create, give them better communication skills, give them better understanding of how to deal with women. I think that could trickle and inspire many people because Everyone from a man and a woman always looks up to these people, like looks up to these people. And these people can represent, for me, my big inspiration is like Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid. He's a big inspiration to men and women. And he's given a huge platform for uh, Emirati women to thrive and inspire. And each one of them is just doing uh, a great, great job. So... Uh, for me, I, th- I feel a man is just as important as a woman, and I feel if a man claimed his power in a very healthy way and uh, allowed the woman to dance around him and understood the communication and the importance of having um, a feminine a woman around him, I think this could be a, a great way to reignite the communication relationship between a man and a woman.
2: Yeah,
0: wow. I
1: completely, completely see that, Yes.
0: Okay, so um, I I would like
2: to add to that, uh, from my experience, like what inspired me to have this on board is because, you know, I uh, I'm a healer, and what I do is I sit one on one with lots of people every day, and from my experience, I realized at the end of the day, financial problems, uh, fears, anxieties, uh, stresses, it all comes down to love. It all comes mm-hmm. down to relationships. I've seen hundreds of women and it comes down to my husband doesn't hear me, my boyfriend doesn't listen to me, we're unable to talk, we're unable to connect in the heart. I've seen dozens of thousands of men and it comes down to I'm never heard, I'm never respected, I'm never honored, I don't know where I stand. So um, when we were doing Elati and then we have you on board, I think it's amazing because actually what's happening is in a relationship or in a with a man, Everybody wants the same thing, but there's a huge lack of emotional intelligence with the woman and the man on how to connect with the different genders. And there's also a lack of um, communication. And so what happens is the woman starts, in a way, creating her own and a man starts creating her own and it's not synchronized. So I think it's very important for a man to step into his power because what's happening is they've kind of forgotten They've forgotten uh, how important they are. They've forgotten how powerful they are and how much the world needs strong men that really believe in themselves, have no fears, live from a place of passion, and uh, fulfill their life purpose.
0: So what would you say is a man who has stepped fully in his power like? What, is, what does this person look like, feel like? What does he say? How does he live his life?
2: For me, it will start with Authenticity. Uh, So for me, a man that is really in his power is a man that's authentic, a man that knows who he is, a man that knows what his roots are made of, and knows what drives him and motivates him in life to make the world a better place, including his own circle, including his circle with his partner, or his work, or uh, what he wants to establish for himself. And it's done from a platform of authenticity, it's done with a platform of kindness, and the person can have lots of confidence and lots of charisma while doing it without always having self-criticism or self-doubt or holding himself back with fears.
0: Naveen, what's a man to you who steps into his power?
1: is a, a man who fully um, loves the feminine energy and understands the importance of feminine energy but holds space for the feminine energy but yet has very healthy boundaries. Um, has great communication with authority and with power, uh, but yet can be firm and soft, can be um, uh, opinionated but flexible, um, and a man who is um, able to uh, really be the best version of himself.
0: I can already tell that any male who's listening to this is like, Keith like how like and that's why
1: we have
2: your workshop right? so,
0: so my, my understanding and my journey around masculinity has uh, had a lot to do with me cultivating a healthy understanding and life where I can experience my emotions I can desire collaboration being in partnership and that's where the feminine comes in now the, the beautiful part of this is that in my journey it had a lot to do with my mom growing up and dancing with her um, like any child I had my good moments and not so good moments but what I learned along the way is to actually desire and get curious about the feminine energy and I feel that this is something that a lot of men today don't invest in Absolutely. so when they invest in the feminine energy they start to be okay with their feelings which is something that a lot of men actually don't want to be with what are your thoughts about a, a man who wants to be okay with his feelings?
1: I think this is the main problem. I think we have uh, gr- we've actually raised little boys to say it's not okay to cry, it's not okay to express, and you know, don't show your emotions because that is an expression of weakness. And this has actually caused a huge, I call it a, a schism, a spiritual schism in a man's psyche and um and has disconnected them from their emotional body and uh, the woman as you know is extremely feminine and extremely emotional so if he's disconnected he's not going to be able to connect with the feminine and if he's going to attract someone he might just attract a disconnected woman and they'll end up in a very toxic relationship or as Neta mentioned earlier i can't hear you you can't hear me i don't receive the love you don't love me and i feel this is where men end up if this is what I feel as a woman, where men end up seeking that connection with women. and they don't get it from one woman, then they have multiple partners or they kind of go woman hunting. Um, and I think if just a man really gets in touch with his emotions and feels his strength in his emotions and attracts a woman equally who does so you don't need to kind of go to you don't have even enough energy to go to different women because you're seeking everything you need within yourself and within your partner and there's a beautiful energetic dance between you and your partner Mm -hmm. i completely agree it's very important uh very
2: important um the way i look at it is that we don't have five senses we have six we see, we touch, we smell, we taste, and we hear. Uh, but the sixth one is we feel. And if a man is disconnected from his feelings, it's as if it's it's, it's very similar to somebody being blind or somebody being deaf. So it's a handicap. Uh, being fully involved with all your senses empowers people. Like imagine eating without being able to taste the food. Imagine, um, you know, walking around watching everyone dance, but you can't hear the music. So life is about having all your senses and getting in tune to your feelings is one of your senses. So you can, if you wanna really experience life and enjoy and thrive through life, it's gonna happen through your feelings, through your emotions. And like Naveen said, unfortunately, and fortunately, so fortunately for women, we were taught that it's great and that we are emotional, so we've embodied that. And what's happened with men is, um, you know, they were told that it's a taboo, so they're actually living life without one of their senses, activated, which is a bit, can I say insane?
1: Yeah, you could say <laughs> that. Is a bit yeah. insane. <laughs> and I'd like to say something which I have found extremely powerful that I'd like to share with both of you is that Um, at, At a very animalistic level, we are all polygamists and we all want to at a very animalistic level. But actually, when you get into that emotional body and in that heart field and you start feeling that true love within yourself, within other, you evolve and raise that energy from the lower energy fields up to the heart. And you actually evolve from being a polygamist which is what we are on an animalistic level, to being a monogamous person. So I do believe even if someone doesn't have that in their nature, they could work on that and become monogamy and actually enjoy a monogamous relationship.
0: Yeah, to build on that, I see that a man who does not know who he really is will always seek a level of survival. And because he seeks that level of survival, he will strive to always have many relationships. Because to him, that's survival. But because he's unclear on who he really is, he never uh, creates that legacy from those relationships. He will sleep with many women, but he's going to sleep with protection because he doesn't want babies. So for him, that keeps him safe. Mm. So he lives his life staying in that comfort zone for a very long time. He doesn't know it. But to him, this is some form of an achievement, and men are highly driven by achievement and success. Unlike women, men prefer achievement success over relationships. The relationships come second. For women, it's about the quality of the relationships that they have, and then they can succeed. Right Now this is overly generalized because I think science has evolved and society has evolved and people are evolving and there's so many different views around this. But. I feel that thanks to Carl Jung, there are four archetypes that men need to step into today. The fir- May
1: you share, please? Yes. I'd like to learn. I didn't know that men had archetypes as well. Because we know women have archetypes. <laughs>
0: okay. So please do share. So th- there's there the king, and then there's the warrior, and then the magician, and there's the lover. I don't know what just happened. It's like, I told you so.
1: so. So I have a question. Will you be discussing the male archetypes in your first workshop? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Uh, that was not um, understood among <laughs> Nanda and I, so that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, so I didn't want to reveal everything until we actually spoke here. It gives it richness like, oh, he's going to talk about this now, right?
1: So actually, we I would like to ask you the questions. May you let us know. So what, can you briefly describe what each of these archetypes are?
0: Yeah. So Carl Jung talks about how everybody is... Uh, created as the divine child right when we're young we're we're babies everything is possible from mother earth to father sky and we integrate both because we're just very i don't know we're humans um, i don't know what to call that but then we evolve into something more that there's a prince and then the prince evolves into a king the ultimate goal or archetype the core archetype of a man is the king so
1: the core, like like in the woman, it's a queen. queen.
0: Obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you said, Naveen, if you when you heal the king, you heal the kingdom. I love that. These were right. That yes, was powerful. The, the, I like I, that. I
1: actually got that in meditation that when you heal the king, you heal the kingdom. See, she's
0: quite eccentric, but she has her moments, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She's
0: beautiful, <laughs> right? So I believe that a man has to go through a sequence actually to go through that and become a king, but along the way he has to honor his other archetypes, which is the warrior the lover and the magician. The warrior fights for something that's very meaningful. He's a fighter, he goes out to the battlefield and he leads from the front. And then there's the magician, he can create things, he's creative, he's connected to the creative side of him. I believe it has a little bit to do with femininity his ability to stay in a creative state allows him to actually be But a rare, that's beautiful. Right? And that's needed today because many men today are still binary in their behavior. It's one or zero, black or white, yes or no. It doesn't go beyond that. And then there's the lover, the one who's capable of holding the space for love to emerge. He is the kind of man who can, no matter what in the world, put his heart out there and keep it out there, whether he's hurt or not.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind of like you.
2: Uh, <laughs> Here's that blush moment <laughs> again. <right? laughs> you're, you're
1: definitely a lover. I mean, there's a bit of lover and a bit of. Uh, but I see him as a king too As a king. Because too. He's very creative. Yeah. yeah thank I you. mean, definitely king. And you're but
2: also a warrior.
0: Thank you. But,
1: yeah. yeah, There's the, but the lover archetype within you is quite strong.
0: So, what behaviors do you see in me that bring birth to all these archetypes so far?
1: So for me, I definitely see lover within you. I definitely see warrior and I definitely see you embodying along your journey, your king. I don't think you're fully there yet, but I think you're on your way to embody your, your king and own it. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Thank you. what do you see me doing that's actually creating that?
1: Um, What I love about you is what I love about your posts on Facebook, for example, is your deep authenticity and your deep vulnerability. And I've never met a guy who who owns their vulnerability, but yet stays in their masculine in a very beautiful way, in a very respectful way. You know, And, and I think I haven't really met anyone who does that in a great combination. Um, so uh, and you make uh, women feel very safe yeah. and and men I would assume I don't know I haven't talked to men that you deal with but I can assume that you you men and women would feel safe with you to open up and be themselves.
0: Okay, thank you very much. I receive that to my heart. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What do what what about you, Nada? What do you see me doing?
2: What I see you doing is um, is creating change. So I see you creating change in a very spontaneous way. So I don't feel that you're much of a planner, but you're more of a um, yeah, change maker, which is very inspiring because what happens is you actually align your left and right brain together and you kind of have them working at the same time, which is really interesting to see. Um, I also sense from you that you've established this place where you're very connected to your feelings. You're very connected to your um, authenticity, to your feminine side. And at the same time, you're very uh, enriched by your masculine side. And this is a very attractive quality for women and for men. And I think this is why they feel very safe with you. Mm. Uh, I think you're actually a very inspiring man that can set an example of where people can reach. Because you've told me your story on how you were as a child and what you had to actually go through to get to where you are today, it gives a hope. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
0: thank you. It's very nice to receive that and hear that. And this is indirect learning for the people who are listening so that they can understand how that looks like. Yeah. So when it comes to me,
2: can I add something? Yeah, sure. and so I just want to integrate that with the archetypes. So I actually see you having them all because you're very creative. So you're there that you're there with the magician. You're definitely a lover. I see you as a poet and you have that romantic side in you. And you're also a warrior because you're, 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 uh, you get things done. Like you're out there, you're an achiever, you get things done. And I don't think that, you'll just settle you'll always want to grow and that's a warrior does mm-hmm. so uh, yeah so it's very interesting so having all of these and once you have mastered all of them or i don't know how it's like with the men or balanced all of
1: them then you really like enrich the king one mm. the king archetype because in the female uh, archetype world there is uh, i'm going to mention the main main ones there is mother there's priestess there's lover and uh, there's warrior and uh, the last one is uh, Queen. Uh, queen is the, is the one that you embody all of them the and wild. you know. And then there's a wild, seductress um, kind of woman. And actually, for a woman if, in the feminine world, my understanding through my, my education of it is that a queen embodies all of them in a very healthy way and she knows how to dance and, sh- and shift among them when she needs to. Mm. So this is how it is in the feminine in the world, feminine world. Yeah.
0: So for someone like me and know me so far How do you think me stepping into these archetypes Helped me in my life, in my business In my relationships with women And in, with my family, friends How do you see this impacting my life positively as a man?
1: Well, I feel like all three of us We're on a journey to find true love And I think you're not going to settle until you find that and same here as well. Um, and I think the same thing with Neda. And she might have already found her true love. And um, so I, I I, feel when you set standards for your life, you're basi- basically saying my, my yes is more important than everyone else's no. And I think that's the first thing that you commit to yourself. And that the first thing that you start owning yourself and setting healthy boundaries and this is the path of the visionary and this is the path of the leader
0: Mm.
2: 100 percent, and also like nobody teaches something they don't believe in right so i see the way you teach i see the way you have your uh, sessions done and i see the passion that you have in it and i've noticed that It must have made a huge impact in you in every area of your life for you to be so passionate about it and for you to have so much belief in what is it that you do. Um, Yeah.
0: How does this passion and belief or how could it add positively to any man's life? Because there's a guy right now who's listening to us talk right now wondering, why do I need this? You know.
2: you know, from my experience, uh, I, I work with a lot of men. From my experience, when it comes to feelings and when it comes to the word passion, they're very submissive for men. It's like uh, it's like telling a very feminine woman. I don't know, maybe like there's a rally going on, and like for me that I wouldn't connect to that. So I've noticed that men don't don't connect to those uh, those terms, passion and feelings. Uh, passion is our driving force in life. When people are driven by or motivated by comparison or anything outside them, they're actually losing a piece of themselves every time they go. Yeah, they'll still have energy at the age of 20, 30, but by the time they're 50, they're depressed because they have nothing left. They're driven from a very unhealthy source. But when somebody's driven from passion, they have all their energy inside them. And they will never lose any of their power. They will just gain and have more and more and more. And that is true achievement. Having the external and the internal risen together.
0: Do you have any examples around that? Like who are our life examples? You
1: know, I have to say, I think actually in my opinion, that men cannot live without women. This is it. I think what gives, and actually your your main inspiration, uh, John Gray, uh, What's his, the guy who Ooh, wrote the book from Men no, Are From... John
0: Gray is one of the people. Yeah, I
1: attended his seminar a few years back and he said something so beautiful. He goes, men operate from black and white. He goes, what a woman does to a man's world, she gives it color. Yes. Who wants, to, who doesn't want to live in color? Yeah. And I think that's for a man and a woman. And I believe, again, if we were to say that a man needs a woman to give color to his life mm-hmm. the right woman would say and the right tones and the right frequencies and that actually in the feminine world what initiates the man into his king is is a very is the queen yes so it's the queen owning her queen energy actually initiates the, the man into his king into his king, mm-hmm. and honoring that and giving him space and and actually the new paradigm of relationships is a, is, is not codependent codependency codependent, yeah. it's actually interdependency you have two whole beings who know they could live alone who know they don't need each other but they choose to come together because their togetherness is more important than being separate
0: thats true Uh I was interviewing a guy called Shannon Graham, fantastic guy. He was mentioned twice in Forbes magazine. Um, he's in episode 15, I think, of my podcast. And I asked him, so what does a relationship mean to you? And this guy came from nothing. Uh, traditional American story where he was homeless at some point, and now he's super successful, and he has this beautiful, absolutely drop-dead gorgeous woman with him. And he said, "Khalid, for me, a relationship is a partnership between two successful people. And I found that to be such a great realization. Because he said, whatever successful means, but they have to be successful to make it a success.
2: Absolutely. And
0: that, I think, is so profound.
2: Of course, because a relationship is actually a byproduct of these two
1: people. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, when I think about the periods in my life as a man and how I had to consciously step into all of these, it took time. It took time for me to actually grasp what this whole masculinity is. Or femininity is. It's kind of like when children go to school in kindergarten, and the first time they see something, they just point and go like, "Ah, oh, you know." And they, you know, the the that sound is just a representation of how they make sense of it. And then the teacher goes like, "That is the color red." And he goes like, "Ah," oh, and she goes like, "That's the color red." And he keeps doing that until she keeps like, "The like, kind that's the color red." And then he goes like, "Red." And khalas, it's registered in his mind, in his nervous system, that this is red and then she goes like red apple red car red ladder red chair and he starts to associate the color with the experience and how it's manifested into life Mm -hmm. and then this person grows up and goes like red buildings red sky red t-shirt and he understands and makes sense of red, and can create from his understanding more red. And then he sees shades of red, pink, orange, yellow, and he discovers blue and green. To me, it's the same thing for a man. He has to start with something he does not understand, but there has to be a teacher there that can show him the progression that he needs. And because men are all about success, it will only take one or two or three times and then he's going to get it and go out and create in the world.
1: Oh, interesting. To yes. me,
0: that's what a ki- how a king is created. Yeah.
1: Interesting. He has to
0: start somewhere where he doesn't know.
1: And, and I think it's very important for uh, people to understand that there is no shame in, um, in, sh- no shame in getting a guidance. Because in our culture, in the Middle Eastern culture, there's a lot of shame around seeking psychological counseling or oh, yes. getting a coach. There is no shame. We need to actually guide each other. And we need to get a teacher. If we're getting a teacher f- to become an engineer, why don't we get a teacher to learn how to love better? Exactly. How to be better um, better lovers, mm-hmm. better uh, mothers, better whatever, you know? Uh, and the reason for that is that if we look at our parents, especially in the Middle East, all of them came from wars. They're, they're post-war babies. Yes. And most post-war babies are stuck in survival mode. And if they're stuck in survival mode, they're operating from fear. And not from true love. So our parents might not be the best role models for us. And actually by us stepping into our queen or king, we actually inspire and teach our parents that this love is even possible.
0: I I want to build on that because here's where I partially agree. I think at least in my experience, my parents were role models for a certain period of time. But as a human being, and I, one of my teachers said that, I can't remember who, but she said, you have to grow up and show them that you've grown up. They're not going to do that for you. And that's when they stop becoming a role model and you start to choose new ones. I want to move this conversation into the second workshop that we're doing together, which is sacred bonds.
2: Sacred partnership, partnership, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, making the I do work. Right? So I want to pick really quickly. What do you see as the top problem that many people who get married and they go for the I do. What are, they, <laughs> what are they facing today? I
2: can talk to you from my personal experience and I can talk to you from all the clients that I've seen that uh, we work on their marital uh, situations. I would say there's a lot of problems that happen, but they all go under one umbrella. And the umbrella is authentic communication. You know, people communicating from the heart and communicating with the... Um, with the objective of really understanding one another and not just, you know, communicating just for the sake of talking. Yeah. Yeah, so if everybody has healthy communication tools and, you know, healthy listening tools, I think every couple would thrive. Wow. Yeah.
0: What about you, Naveen? What do you think are the issues that many couples are facing today?
1: I think authenticity. I think what a lot of people do is they get into relationship, they put their Uh, masks forward and when the masks fall over time we can't hold up our masks for too long Um, they start seeing each other's shadows or each other's darkness and we cannot we are not being trained to handle each other's darkness wow. so then the miscommunication starts um the you you know that way i never knew that about you you never knew oh, that you know that the blame starts coming in um allowing other because see when we don't know what to do what do we do instead of speaking to the person involved we seek other people's advice then we allow many other people into the relationship and then we start basically separating so this is where i feel most relationship gets stuck which is on the stage stage two of of, um, Relationships which is first is you know attraction, which that's easy these days Um, second is the power struggle and and power struggle the only way to eliminate it is through Truly uh, being authentic having very healthy communication and spending real quality time together.
0: Wow. Well, Based on what you both said, in my work, I've noticed that people actually don't have a direction for their relationship. They don't have a clear understanding of what they want, what they need, what are their and how they can co-create a common, can we say goal? Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. you know I'd like to add on that Khalid Also from my experience what I've seen is that uh, People assume for some reason that the relationship is the two people It's like, uh, and they live in blame like Naveen said Like what am I doing and what am I not doing And then the other person is what am I doing and what am I not doing But actually a relationship is a third thing So it's like the person is in their individual the sec- Their partner is in their individual And they're actually having a relationship which is the third thing and the relationship is a very organic thing. And just like a tree grows, you know, from its seed all the way, and then the healthier the tree is because of how it's been cared for, yeah. this is how a relationship is.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of kings and queens, my view for the world is to have kings and queens in their relationships. Absolutely. So we talked about men stepping into their king. It would be amazing if we can have a woman who steps into her queen and absolutely th- if they can dance in that i think it's gonna be amazing mm-hmm. and that's the the aim i believe of the workshop the second one. one hundred
1: percent and this is why i think the aim of us collaborating together is because uh you've got the juice for and the the ammunition and the tools for to awaken the king and elati has all the tools and um, the rituals and all of the ways, the new ways of the woman awakening her queen. And I think together, uh, there's a beautiful marriage between that.
0: I'm thinking of a term for that, that, we would help emerge conscious couples.
1: Oh, I love that. Right? Very if nice. they
0: can really be, we, we should trademark that quickly. Yes,
2: yes, yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs>
0: right? So, if we can help people become conscious in their relationships, that awareness, that love, that desire is really going to create something so meaningful that people have no choice but value their relationship over many things in their lives.
1: Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah.
0: So, ladies, uh, we are coming to a close to this interview. Any final words for the people listening?
1: I think um, it's very, very important to uh, show up to these seminars, even though you have a great relationship, there's a lot more to learn, to even get closer and, uh, and build tighter bonds. And I think if you're not in a relationship and you keep repeating the same cycles, it's time to break them. Beautiful. Absolutely.
2: Um, I would say that I would wish you all a great fantastic morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are your day right now, but I would also add something that I learned in my life that uh, really inspired me, and I'm really proud of where I am today in every dynamic of my life, and, it's a, uh, and what it is, it's transformation. Everything transforms. Life is about transformation. Our existence is about transformation. So uh, it's very healthy for us to really be in this transformation and just, you know, transform into uh, the best version of ourselves at all times.
0: Amen. Yeah. Ladies, thank you for your time.
2: Thank you for thank hosting you us. We it. really appreciate it.
0: Well, looking forward to the workshop.
2: Yeah, so am I. So am I.
0: Awesome what an episode influencers this is going to be awesome i'm so excited to hold this workshop the first one the series is happening on the 24th and 25th of march 2017 in dubai united arab emirates for man 2.0 the king's awakening and the link for that is is forward slash king that's k-h-a-l-e-d G H O R A B dot com forward slash king. I really hope to see you there so that we can take your life to the next level, men and women. If you're listening to this and you know a man who could benefit from this, pass them on to this link and make sure that they attend as well. All right, guys, see you next week.